but you've spent no time allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. What did, what did we just read in, in Matthew? He said, he said, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. The natural has not revealed. It's not the natural knowledge that you just spoke out of. It was revealed knowledge. And who is it revealed from? The Father. What did Jesus say? I only do and hear and, and, and say those things that I hear from Father. So what does Holy Spirit do for us today? He reveals the heart of the Father. Amen? And when that happens, it, it creates wisdom and it causes wisdom to be revealed to us that causes our lives to potentially be able to operate in the supernatural instead of just operating in the natural. And I don't care how super you think you are. If you're not getting your super from the super Holy Ghost, then, you know, there's a lot of, quote, super stuff that's really not super stuff. We, we, want, we want Holy Spirit filled. So that whatever he tells me to do, what happens? It prospers, it works, and we, we overcome. Everything that we're lacking is fulfilled through revealed, the revealed wisdom of God. As the wisdom of God is revealed to us from the knowledge that we have, supernatural things happen that would have never happened any other way. Never. So, I want to define... A couple things that just for you to have. <clears throat> um, and number one, the word wisdom, okay? There's a lot of definitions of the word wisdom, but this is, this is a real short one and to the point. And it's from the kind of the accumulation of different uh, dictionaries but I want you to write this down. It's very short for if you're taking notes. Wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. <clears throat> Then I want to define for you the word understanding. Again, this is my accumulated definition. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. So wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. Grasping the significance. Now, I want to define the word significant, but, but, I, but I can't rush past this because all of this is really vital in you and I understanding some things about this year. Okay, so I'm going to read 
my wisdom definition, my understanding definition, and then I want to give you the definition of significance. Wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. That word significance is really key. Grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. And then the word significant, or just significance, is the quality of being worthy of attention. And other synonyms with the word significance being importance, seriousness, consequence, weightiness, magnitude. So when I read this definition of significance with some of these other words in it, again, wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed to you. And then significance is the quality of being worthy of attention. The quality of being worthy of importance, of, of being worthy of seriousness, being worthy of consequence, being worthy of weightiness and magnitude. Significance, understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed to you. So I want to, I want to, I want to now use these defini- the definition of significance with the word significance in the definition of understanding. Did you get that? If you didn't, just follow. Understanding is grasping the quality of being worthy of importance. The wisdom that is revealed to you from the knowledge, it's significant, it's it's vital that what has been revealed is worthy of your attention, it's worthy of your seriousness, it's worthy of you realizing the consequences of not embracing the wisdom and doing something with it. It is, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of life or death. It's whether we win or we lose. It's whether we live on top or we don't. By us valuing The attention or the importance or the seriousness or the weightiness 
of the wisdom that is revealed to you. Now, I want to give you an example of, of what I'm saying about this. So, let's say you're you hear teaching on a specific subject, and I'm just going to, uh, this is just random, but a subject like, um, like Eric hears this word on how he's to treat his wife, okay? So he hears the teaching about it, and the moment he hears the teaching about it, he knows because of the teaching that there are things that he's not doing correctly. I mean, I don't care who you are, you hear any kind of teaching about something that you've not heard before or you've not spent any time in, you're going to be convicted about things that need to change. I don't care who you are. So he hears teaching about that, then he begins to spend time on it, and then the, he begins, as he's spending time, see, the Holy Spirit can't reveal something that's not been taught to you. The Holy Spirit doesn't reveal just air. If you spend all your time watching movies, He's not going to reveal to you what, you know, can't even think of an actor right now, what, what, what somebody, Matt Damon's going to say. He's not going to reveal to you what Matt Damon said if you're watching a Bourne movie. Nothing, watch, nothing wrong with watching Bourne, but, but if that's all you watch and that's all you've got coming in, He's not going to reveal to you things about that. He's going to reveal to you what you, the, the word you hear preaching and then what you do with the word. That's what he reveals. So as the Holy Spirit begins to bring Eric things about how he needs to make some changes in the way that he's treating his wife, what I'm saying to you is, and I know this is true, the Holy Spirit can give you wisdom And if you don't value that wisdom and you don't do something with the wisdom that was revealed, the wisdom that was revealed will just bypass you because you're not, I'm going to use these different words, you're not giving it attention, you're not giving it importance, you're not giving it seriousness, or weighing the consequences of not doing the wisdom of God. Because you're not good enough, strong enough, smart enough, anything. You're not anything enough without Him. And when I mean Him, I'm talking about Him, the Holy Ghost. You have, Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. Thank God for what Jesus did. Thank God that, that the Father loved us so much He gave the best of heaven. Right? That's all been accomplished now. Now, now... What he accomplished has now got to be revealed to us. That's the wisdom of the Father about how to overcome in every situation. And it takes a personal relationship with the person of the Holy Spirit, knowing how to hear his voice, which is the voice of the Father, and then valuing the seriousness of how I've got to take what he's revealed to me and begin to change my actions. Take the situation like a husband to a wife or whatever it is. If there are changes that you need to be making and the Holy Spirit is revealing to you what that is and you're not valuing that, you're not taking that serious, 
You're, you're not spending your days making sure that these things get corrected. I'm, I'm talking about going to the extreme of making the changes. You may have an addiction in your life. And, and well, you just kind of cover it up and you don't talk about it. And I don't care what it is. It can be drugs, alcohol, you know, sex addiction. I don't care what it is. You can have an addiction in your life. You can be addicted to football, golf, hunting. I mean, you can be addicted to anything. God wants your time. You hear what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what it is. But when He begins to reveal, I'm not talking about, you know, somebody coming and saying, you know, I come to Randy and he's addicted to football. And, and Randy, you need to quit watching football. Well, no, I mean, who am I to tell Randy he's got to quit watching football? That, that's idiotic. What Randy needs to do is, as he does, come and hear the Word. And then as the Holy Spirit's revealing to him things about himself, and the Holy Spirit says, you know what? You watch too much football. I'm not talking about it in an audible voice. I'm talking about when you're watching a football game and it's like you just feel like, you know what? I need, to, I need to give this a break. I'm spending too much time in this. I know all the scores. I know all the players. I can quote everything here, but I, I, I can barely quote one scripture. You're not valuing it. So I don't care what your addiction is. I don't care what you're addicted to or what needs to change in your life. God, in this year, 2022, I'm saying, wants to reveal to us the wisdom of God, and He wants us to realize the significance of what's been revealed to you, the value of what's been revealed to you, the seriousness of what has been revealed to you as you walk through this year. Remember, everybody's journey is different. Don't judge your journey with someone else's and don't think someone else is not hurrying up enough. It has nothing to do with you. But what you can do is pray Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3 and Colossians 1 for. That's why that's so important. Because all people really need is for their eyes to be opened up and, and so that they can see. That's what they really need more than anything. They still have to choose. But man, you can help set that up for them in their lives. Instead of criticizing what they're not doing, pray for them and speak over them. If you're not praying for people, you have no right to criticize. Politicians, athletes, people on the job, bosses, if you're not praying for them, you have no reason to criticize them. Because our responsibility, first and foremost, is to pray. First of all, pray for who? All people. Kings and all those in authority. That what? We may live a peaceful and a quiet life in all godliness and holiness. This is good and it pleases God our Savior who wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And he said, how does that happen? You pray for that's how, that's how. That's how people come to the place where they want to spend the time with the Holy Ghost to get what they need. The greatest revelation that any human being will ever come to is that they need help. Amen? From the helper. And when you get help from the helper, <laughs> done. You know? It may not be 
tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, maybe 10 years from now, but you'll get it if you just stay with him. I'm not, I'm not the one to say when something will happen or manifest or not, but I am telling you, if you come to a place of realizing the significance of what the Holy Spirit is here to reveal to you, there's no end to what can happen. No end. No end. I want to read to you. I had, a, I had, I had another direction I was going to go, but I'm going I'm to take that direction next Sunday. Uh, but I want to read to you one, two, three, four individual verses of Scripture. Three of them found in Proverbs and the other one in Isaiah. And the first one is Proverbs 1-7, and it says this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. So I'm telling you, in 2022... Don't play the fool. Sounds like a 70s song. Anyway. For all you that not from the 70s, it is a 70s song. <clears throat> Proverbs 15:33. So this year, we're not going to play the fool. We're not going to be a fool. The Bible calls a person that doesn't realize the significance of revealed wisdom, a fool. Say, that's not me. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. Proverbs 9.10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Now listen to this Isaiah 33, 6. Wisdom and knowledge, this is Isaiah prophesying about when? About right now. This is Isaiah prophesying about right now. I mean, last year and the year before and a hundred years ago and a thousand years ago, he was prophesying about the future. And this is what he said. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times. <laughs> and the strength of your salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. So I want to I say this about the fear of the Lord. People so often look at the word fear as something that you need, to, you need to be shaken in your boots where God is concerned. I mean, if I've got to say something, you know, if when my children were little and I had to say something to them or when they were younger and I had to correct them about specific things, you know, I didn't want them to tremble every time they saw me, right? You know, I wanted them to take me serious about what I said. I wanted them to follow through with the things that I asked. 
And I'm telling you that the fear of the Lord is to believe, to reverence, but to also believe how significant what God says is true over anything else. What God reveals to you is more real than anything else. So to fear God and what God says is true is the beginning of wisdom. To reverence God and acknowledge, you know what? I don't understand this. And I know I've been living this way right here and thinking this way, but I'm making those changes. I know I've had this addiction in my life, and, and this thing has ruled my life to this point, but I'm hearing what Pastor's saying today, and I'm believing that from today on, revelation is coming to me. Wisdom is coming to me about how to overcome the addiction or the thing that I'm facing in my life. That's the fear of the Lord. And every one of those verses of Scripture, when you read that proverb, that proverb uh, the Isaiah 33, wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of our times. You know what I'll say about that? The wisdom that comes from the knowledge of God revealed is the stability of our times if, if, everybody say if, if you and I value its importance. I have to have revelation and understanding coming to me and not reject it. And if I have that, then it is the stability of the times that we're living in. So, you know what? I'll, I'll just say this. There's nothing to freak out about about what's going on on planet Earth. And what you can't change, let it go. Man, I mean, there's certain people, when I get around them, I'm, I'm talking about like, you know, some friends that don't, are not here, or family members or whatever, they want to talk about everything in the news and everything that's going on, and it's like, after a while, it's like, okay, man, let, let, let's talk about golf or whatever. I mean, you know, something. Give me a break. I don't, I mean, man. I'm telling you right now, let it go. Stand up for whatever you need to stand for. Pray for, listen, pray first. And then stand for whatever he tells you to stand for. Whatever voice you need to have in, in the world, in the community, and the things out there, it needs to be the voice he's telling you to have. And the way you do it. And I'm telling you, you better, you better realize the significance of how important that is because you don't need to be wasting your time doing things in the natural that are not producing anything because what's the stability of our times? <laughs> Wisdom of God revealed from the knowledge of God and it working on the inside of you and me valuing how important that is and valuing the consequences if I don't do that. Well, Pastor, but who am I? If you look at yourself that way, you need to change that part of you. You're a child of the living God. You're a masterpiece of God. You need to see things. If anything's going to happen on this planet, it's going to happen through me. That's not pride. That's what he said. 
I'm not talking about being prideful and going telling everybody that. I'm talking about you talking to yourself that way. Anything's going to happen in the earth, it's going to happen through me from the revealed wisdom of God. You think God, I mean, listen to me. I've had people talk to me saying these kind of things to me that, you know what, you know, I I don't think God trusts me. (laughs) He doesn't trust any of us. Huh? We've all let him down. He's not basing things on how many things we've done right. He's basing it on what you're doing with what you've got right now and the significance that you are putting on the value of that revealed wisdom. And man, that wisdom and that understanding that you and I have is the key and the success of planet Earth right now. You know what? There's a day coming where there's a new heaven and a new earth. Everybody say amen for that. But you know what? I'm not looking at that. I'm looking right here. Right? He wants me empowered by Him, you empowered by Him, us empowered by Him to make this place a better place. In His anointing, His Word, by His Spirit, by His revealed wisdom, He wants us to make this place a better place. And I mean, I love that challenge. You stop and think about it. I've got the power and the authority and the ability to make this planet a better place. My neighbors are blessed that I live next door to them. Right? I promise you they are. Yours should be too. But my neighbors are blessed. The people I have relationships with, they're blessed I'm in their life. I'm not talking about telling people that kind of thing. I'm not talking about having some arrogant attitude about that. I'm talking about the goodness of God that you believe in getting off on other people and it making a difference. Did he say... In this Isaiah scripture, the stability of our times is the wisdom and the knowledge of God revealed. It didn't say revealed, but I'm adding that. That's what he's talking about. The knowledge of God brought to you by the Holy Ghost as it's revealed will cause you to see things that you or no other people have ever seen before. That not another person's ever seen before. He'll show you things like that. That's how vital that it is today. Can you say amen? So take these thoughts, and here's my challenge for the whole year. I'm encouraging you. We've done this before many times, but I believe this is profound, and it's right. I heard God tell me to tell you and challenge you. I'm doing it. I'm starting it. I didn't start it till today, but I'm starting it today. I'm going to read a proverb every day for 12 months. One chapter of Proverbs is 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. And I encourage you to read a proverb every day for the whole year. Starting today. Find some time before you lay down tonight and read a proverb. I, I, I found the longest proverb back when I, you know, I've read Proverbs and read the whole book many times through through the years but one day I thought find the longest chapter and read it and time it and the longest chapter will take you two and a half minutes <laughs> if you just read it. I can't just read it I got to stop and go all through it and, and, and it's amazing what it'll give you about wisdom and understanding but two and a half minutes if you just read two and a half minutes or less every day reading a proverb and I'm going to be reminding you 
all the time. You're going to really be tired of hearing me. And, 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 but if you're doing it, you'll say, yes, yes, I'm doing it, yes. So I'm challenging you. Amen.